Well, greetings and welcome to the Houston Healthcare Initiative Podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. According to Benjamin Franklin, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Now, Franklin was referring to fire prevention in Philadelphia when he, when he said that, as preventing fires was way ahead of fighting them. When the saying is extended, though, to the actual practice of medicine, it still applies. So this week, respected neurologist and the founder of the Houston Healthcare Initiative, Dr. Stephen Goldstein, will discuss the reversals in preventative care the American public experienced during the COVID-19 pandemic and what we can all do to stay healthier and possibly live longer by recommitting to prevention as part of our collective health regimen. Now, uh, Dr. Goldstein, with the exception of the time during the pandemic, my personal physician does a great deal of preventative testing on his uh, patients, which, um, you know, of course includes me. And I always do them, but I always find it inconvenient and really kind of a pain. But, you know, getting ready to talk to you today about this subject, I believe, um, you know, I may have been wrong to feel so inconvenienced and, frankly, worry a good bit about our uh, collective health in the wake of COVID-19. But was I, was I wrong to feel so put upon? Oh man, were you ever wrong? I'm even a little embarrassed for you. <laughs> Preventive care is the best practice for all physicians and their patients. Finding something and treating it early generally means a better outcome for patients, including less expensive treatment. Screenings are important to avoid future health problems or catch them early when they are easier to treat. Okay, now um, what does preventative care entail? Well, it means uh, things like uh, uh, doing blood tests, like checking your cholesterol and checking for diabetes and uh, also for uh, anemia, uh, checking uh, your height, your weight, uh, doing breast cancer screening, prostate cancer screening, uh, also screening for mental health issues uh, um, uh, to try to head off any serious disease. Uh, screening and test diagnoses helps doctors find abnormalities early, and cancer is the example we hear and talk about the most, but the same is true for things like blood pressure and diabetes, uh, heart attacks, and strokes. Okay, um, all right, well thanks for for uh, clearing that up, but I guess during the first months of the pandemic, I didn't do any of those tests. I didn't even get a tooth x-ray. And it turns out that I really wasn't alone in that reticence to uh, have things checked. Well, that's right. The amount of pullback from the public on all types of preventive and elective care appointments dropped considerably. Okay, so how much did Americans miss when it came to preventative or elective care during the pandemic? Well, the drop-off was precipitous and happened in a very short period of time during the spring of 2020. At that time, Americans were wary of visiting hospitals or any type of medical office. Vaccinations dropped by 60% in April 2020, and in the same period, practically no one got a colonoscopy with an 88% decline. These stats were according to the Healthcare Cost Institute. Here in Texas, the number of mammograms 
averaged 682 per month in the Fort Worth area. A year later, in the same locale, the average had dropped to 456. And, you know, we know with, with a certainty that the reason for the cutback on preventative care was the pandemic and fear of being exposed to the COVID-19 virus while, you know, having this stuff done in a, in a hospital in a hospital or some other medical facility? Yes, we know that's true. But before we get too critical of each other ourselves, it is good to remember that during the first month of the pandemic, we knew practically nothing about the COVID-19 virus. When the federal and state governments all say to stay indoors and avoid contact with people, you do not know, uh, uh, people you do not know, including family members that do not reside with you, it was an unprecedented and frightening experience. Yeah. Now, can you describe general negative trends that resulted from these reduced numbers of preventative care appointments? Well, there's not enough data at the moment to identify the overall trend. We know that the emergence and acceptance of telemedicine was useful, but the pandemic led to a decrease in preventive screenings because people hesitated to see their health care provider for fear of being exposed to the virus. There was a 60% decline in uh, uh, elected surgical procedures, 58% with scheduled preventative care like we talked about, 51 with a severe mental or physical health issue that emerged from the start of the pan pandemic went without care, 50% missed general medical care, 46% with scheduled mental health care re reported missing visits, and 15% didn't pick up prescription or miss one more doses of medication. Okay, so all of that sounds bad. It sounds like, um, you know, those trends are pretty alarming. Are Americans, though, returning to their pre-pandemic healthcare habits? I expect preventive care use will return to pre-pandemic rates, but the gaps created over the last year have critical implications for patients' long-term health and could potentially lead to poor outcomes over time. Mm. Okay, so let's let's shift then to the possible future that we may all have because of this interruption of preventative care. What could it be like? Well, the full effect of the pandemic on the American public is not known yet. But hospitals and healthcare systems are aware of trends caused by delayed healthcare screenings and worsening of some chronic conditions. And that makes me wonder if there's some way to anticipate those outcomes based on some of these trends. Well, if we had our electronic records uniform, we could share larger amounts of data with doctors and other health professionals across networks. With that amount of information, way more can be done in terms of identifying and connecting the interventions based on the social and demographic makeup of different groups. Marshalling that type and amount of data across large populations would allow doctors and government policymakers to intervene with their individual patients and deliver a force multiplier of preventive treatment to a much larger population all at once. Now, is, is there anybody um, already doing anything like that? Well, I'm aware that Humana used this approach. In 2020, Humana conducted nearly 6.2 million screenings for health-related social needs, resulting in the connection of members to resources that directly address their needs. Okay, now, has Humana reported any results? Yes, they found that the social determinants of health 
had the biggest impact on health-related quality of life. Uh, Amanda helped confirm that non-clinical factors have a greater impact on patient health than clinical elements. Now, do you think this approach has any, any chance of catching on with other companies like Humana? Well, I don't know if that's what the future has for us or not. I do know that if the healthcare industry does not find ways to reach these patients through no fault of their own and who have missed their preventive care appointments for makeups, we may have a future with more sicker patients than we thought we had before the pandemic. This is the so-called law of unanticipated consequences. And sadly, while working as best we knew to try to keep each other safe from the COVID-19 virus, something else may ultimately make us sicker. Mm, okay. So, uh, Dr. Goldstein, with the time we've got left uh, today, what do you advise listeners to do now with the restrictions associated with the pandemic on the way out? Well, if you've missed these screenings, go and get your routine screenings done. Blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity are conditions that increase the risk of poor COVID-19 outcomes and are associated with all types of other complications. If you, you were someone that had these conditions before the pandemic, then please go and get them checked. If your doctor and clinic went out of business during the pandemic, our website has a very long list of doctors who will see you and accept cash for service. Well, that's, that's great advice, and thank you, uh, Dr. Goldstein, for sharing your, your insights with us. As you heard today, the COVID-19 pandemic led to a decrease in preventive screenings because some patients were hesitant to see their health care provider, and that was understandable. But with more and more places opening, it's important to get back to the preventative tests, screening, and medication that help you and everyone else stay healthy and manage all of those chronic conditions. Preventative care helps everybody stay healthy. Screenings are important to avoid future health problems or catch them early when they are easier to treat. Now, Dr. Goldstein has written a book titled The Price of Healthcare and What to Do About It. Uh, Dr. Goldstein wants to make it available to all of his listeners, so it's free for anyone who's interested you just go to the website, which is HoustonHealthCareInitiative.org. You enter your email address, and you get a download of this uh, insightful, interesting uh, book that he's put together about um, healthcare prices and what anybody can do to do a better job of managing them. Hey, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about us, and be sure to come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative Podcast.